In today's episode, we're speaking to Helen Pritchard. Helen is a winner of 2020 FSB Award, High Growth Business of the Year, and 2019 EVA Internet Industry Award. Online marketing specialist Helen Pritchard is on a mission to help millions of people go from struggle to success. Over a 12-month period, Helen secured one million worth of sale, one million pound worth of sales orders, made over 250 guest expert and podcast appearances, and contributed to leading national publications, including Coach Coaching at Work. So let's find out with Helen how she can help us to grow our business. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm super, super excited. We've got Helen Pritchard. Hello, Helen. Hello, Gul. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited to be speaking to you. We had Helen on a Friday feature, which was awesome as always. And we had to have her back because she's so fabulous. And we had to have her on Money Talkers as well. So Helen today is going to be talking about outrageous visibility. And everyone knows that in order for you to make more money, you have to be more visible. So what perfect topic. So Helen, tell us, what does outrageous visibility mean to you? What do you mean by outrageous visibility? Well, I think it's about, so I talk about fifth gear, really. So it's fifth gear or playing at 10 or whatever you want to call it. But fifth gear for me um, is my natural state of being in terms of visibility. So in terms of like all the things that I'm doing constantly, I'm doing multiple things at, at once that are causing multiple things to happen in multiple places, if that makes sense. So it's all about how can you get to the point in your business where it feels like you are everywhere all the time, although obviously you don't have to be everywhere all the time. So I think that's it. For me, the outrageous bit comes from it feels like it's outrageous to get to that point, but actually it's pretty straightforward as long as you are... There's two things that hold people back when it comes to visibility. Like One is they think it's time, and we can talk a bit about that. I haven't got time to be on all these social media platforms. I haven't got time to be you know, doing stuff all the time. And that's the first thing. The second thing is mindset. They don't actually want to be everywhere. They, yeah. they believe that, you know, that, or they get very safe and secure maybe on one platform, say Facebook or Instagram, but they just don't feel comfortable or confident going to a new platform. So I think it's about constantly pushing your own boundaries and making putting yourself in a place where you feel a little bit uncomfortable a lot of the time. And I think that's what helps lead to this outrageous visibility, which means that, you're going to get more people knowing who you are in a really short space of time, which means that you're going to make more money. That's the kind of, that's, that's the gist of it. Um, so I've heard this concept before. I think someone, one of my mentors um, talks about it because who calls it omnipresent. So yeah. pretty much you're present um, everywhere, everywhere they turn and you end up being a big fish in a little pond, so to speak. But in the, that's how you, that's how you face it. But the idea is for you, for the, for your ideal 
clients to see you everywhere and to get that idea reinforced multiple times and which also goes in hand in hand with one-on-one of marketing which talks about the fact that you need uh, the people need to see you seven times before they even register who you are yeah. and that makes complete sense for what you're saying so again you've uh, you've 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 already preempted the question the first question that comes to my mind is well Helen that sounds great and I know you do it so well but I haven't got the time to do it so what would you say to, what would you say to someone like that you know how do you how do you manage that you know you're doing clubhouse as well so how do you manage yeah. clubhouse with linkedin with facebook with instagram how are you managing and what's the, what's your strategy so i so the thing is there's two sides to my story one is that i have now have a team so i think the first thing is one of the reasons why i can be sort of hyper hyper present in all these places is because i have a team however I'm still generating, I'm still the source of all the content, but what we do as a team, and you can do this as a person, is we spin content out in multiple different ways across multiple different platforms, but I'm generating the concepts day after day after day. The only difference is now I don't have to share my video on a certain platform. I don't have to, you know, I don't get, I don't have to break something I've said down into, you know, multiple smaller pieces of content put on different platforms. For me, it's just about making, showing up, absolutely non-negotiable in your business and I've never even though I've got a team now I've never put my foot off the gas I've seen it as room for me to do more rather than a space for me to do less and I think that's the mindset that I want people to get into it's like if I go fifth gear at this if instead of posting on Facebook and thinking I've done my marketing for the day what if I took my one concept for the day or you know for the the conversation I'm going to have and I use that across multiple platforms in multiple different ways. So, for example, yeah, I'm doing Clubhouse at the moment. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. And I think what I love about Clubhouse is that it has to be you. So it doesn't matter if I've got a big team. It's still, you know, it's not like, oh, it's all right for you because it's like, no, I'm putting the effort into Clubhouse because I can see the opportunity. Um, so it's kind of, you can talk. So what happens is I talk about something on Clubhouse um, in the morning. And then what I can do then is I can do a Facebook Live about it. I film a YouTube uh, segment for it. I'm just filming my YouTube channel at the moment, which is something quite new for me. Also massively out of comfort zone, it's weird. Um, and then I will post about it on Facebook. I'll do a Facebook Live about it. We can do an, an Instagram post about IGTV. Like, it, it sounds a lot, but actually you're just ticking the boxes. I'm like, if this is going to be... So the reason why I love video so much is because it's very short on time. So I can do a five-minute video on my Facebook wall that can be shared into my Facebook group. I don't. I tend to do original videos for each platform, but for Facebook, I can do a three to five minute live, share that onto my, my Facebook group, which got like 20,000 people in, share it onto my business page, put it in, you know, I, I don't put it into groups, but I imagine some people might do that if they have multiple groups that they're, they're a part of. But it's kind of like, I've done that once and it's done. Now, luckily for me now, my team will watch that live and they'll create content for the rest of the week out of it so that helps but if if not after i've done that five minute live and shared it in the right places i would have just gone straight to write a post about it it's take me another five seconds write a post about it put it out there you know share it use it go to instagram put a photo on there about it put something on my story about it you know go and do you know go and talk in, i mean clubhouse is the most the biggest time sink at the moment but i'm still managing to fit it in because market my business is my absolute priority you know i think you should be being visible and showing up is not a part-time job. Like it's, it should be at least 60% of your day because otherwise you get this law of diminishing returns and it's how that feeds into your mindset around showing up is because if you really half 
like if you really half-ass something you're going to get half-ass results yes, so of course if you think oh i'm just gonna i was gonna post on facebook today and then you put an offer out and nobody buys it it's because you've not been putting yourself out there consistently enough for them to even know who you are never mind to really get that deep emotional connection and then feel confident enough to buy so time it's well it's a social construct for a start I do believe that that is there's always time and I challenge some of my students sometimes who say oh I couldn't possibly find time uh, because you know I'm a busy mum I'm a, I've got business to run I've got this I've got clients to serve and all that we all have but also think very, very carefully, have I scrolled through Facebook aimlessly today? Have I sat listening on the clubhouse for half an hour, an hour without contributing anything? Have I watched anything on Netflix in the last week? Have I sat, you know, I, I get it. Like you've got to be, have time to, you've got to have downtime. You've got time for yourself and self-care is super important, of course. However, don't tell me you haven't got the time. When you, you find the time, you need it definitely. So find the time and just be really clear that you only need like one theme of the day and you can spin that out across multiple platforms multiple times so it's all about being disciplined right it's about disciplined yeah. and then obviously if you have a theme for the day it's a bit difficult to wake up in the morning and work out what we're going to talk about today so maybe an idea to have a plan and there is an old saying that if you if you fail to plan you're planning to fail so it might be an idea to maybe work out what you're going to talk about for the next five days on sunday for the next five days and then use that to go in and like i said five minute lives on facebook isn't that difficult yeah being consciously aware it is not the quantity it doesn't have to be 20 minutes half an hour it can be a short life it can be relatively small but it has to be um consistent and consistency is the key which i'm getting from you that you have to be consistent on across multiple platforms and then put the effort in if you're looking to market online if you are an online entrepreneur then you need to be present online as well is that right absolutely and discipline is such a great word because it is a discipline and as a not a not naturally disciplined person it's, it's because it's non-negotiable so i always say like if i was as good at doing my sit-ups every day as i am in doing my showing up and doing my marketing i would have a six pack but i'm obviously not as emotionally attached to being slightly <laughs> overweight as I am to never being poor again so for me it's kind of the driver is always there like if I don't show up if you don't show up you're just going to get this kind of lag that happens that you show consistency so I use the analogy of like um the penny pushing machine all the time so you turn the machine on the arcade and it's just pushing all day long all you've got to do is keep feeding the the coins in the top and it builds up and it builds up you don't know when it's going to drop but it will drop. It's kind of inevitable. What happens is if you stop, and there's loads of reasons why people stop, they don't feel like it, something happens, there's a crisis, or they just lose momentum, or they just don't feel like it in the moment. And I'll talk about that in a second. And what happens is they stop putting the pennies in the top, oh, it's just like turning the machine off. Like, so whatever's built up, it just kind of stops. Mm. And then when you start again, then it'll start again, but you're always going to have this delay where... You've got to be consistently showing up because otherwise people just don't trust you. And I know I can talk about this because I've done it and I live it. And there's, you know, and it's it's not difficult is what I want to say. It's not difficult to just be consistent, even on the days when you don't feel like it, especially on the days when you don't feel like it. That is the most important day to show up. Mm -hmm. But I, one of the things that I say is like your mission. So we've all got a mission, right? We've all got a mission and it's really important to us. So your mission has to become more important than your mindset in the moment when you're thinking, I don't want to show up today, I can't feel like mm -hmm. it, I don't feel very well, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, I've had a row with my boyfriend, my kids have been paying, whatever it might be, um, you know, I, you know, you just got to show up. And for me, 
I get my, a lot of my energy from showing up. So even if I'm like really tired or I'm really fed up or something's going on personally, if I go and do a Facebook Live, it completely changes my, slip, my state. So I go from into a different state because I have to show up my audience. I always know that, you know, somebody, someone needs to hear what I've got to say. Yeah. Even if it feels like mm. I've said it a million times, even if it feels like, you know, I'm not in the right energy. Like, I think if you wait until you're in the right space, you'll be waiting forever. You've got to just of course. Of do course. it. Of course, it's never the right time. And you mentioned something which I want to bring you back to. So this I see happen quite often when you're, you know, you're in the flow and you're doing something. And I've noticed myself, you know, they say when a body's in motion, it remains in motion until, you know, acted upon by external factors. And external factors do come in, life does come in. So you could be doing something consistently until something else happens. And maybe there's a death in the family, or especially with COVID going on, there's been quite a few of those. Um, there's other emotional traumas or there, are, you know, something happens. Um, and a lot of other things is with, you know, I think what I found initially traumatic, but now I'm working around it now, is kids being home even during term time. So they're in home homeschooling. So have to be consciously aware of what they are doing all the time. Yeah. So when you have other factors come in, how do we overcome those, you know, those pauses, those breaks in momentum and gain the momentum back? Because one of the biggest keys is once you lose momentum, it's very difficult to get it back. So what's your advice on getting the momentum back? I think that's true. Absolutely, it's true. And I do feel like a peaks and troughs in my energy, but I still show up regardless. Regardless, through that way, like I've had some pretty tough times during um, lockdown myself on a personal level. But um, I think when you start to lose the momentum, the most important thing is to be honest with yourself. So we see this a lot in my programs. People just stop doing the work, they start getting results, and then they just fall on what we call fall off the bus. So if you've fallen off the bus, it's to be open and honest with yourself and be like, you know what, I haven't been showing up like I should be. I might not even be showing up at all. And that's okay. Like there's not the world, the sky won't fall, but there will be a cause and effect from that. And that is just a fact, you know. I get quite a lot of sticks sometimes. Oh, hell is just pushing people all the time to keep showing up, keep showing up, and people need a break, and it's not good for their mental health. And it's kind of like, you know what? We're posting on social media. We're not going down on mine. We're not on the front line. You know, we're not, not making life death decisions. Let's get it into perspective. It's posting yeah. on social media, even if it's a one-line, two-line thing. I think people feel like they've got to show up this in this kind of incredible, slick way. Um, when actually it's just about showing up and being present for your audience and just putting something out, you know. So I get again, I get people on this quality quantity argument. I'm like, but you can have both. You can put great content out loads. You know, you don't have to lose. But sometimes the great content can just be a couple of lines. It can just be a, a just an opinion on one thing, or it could be a, a really well written piece. Like it doesn't have to be this thing. And and I hopefully I, I model that. You know, as much as I, you know, you can. You can do something really simple. I would always have a bank as well of content that you've written that you really like. That well, on those days when you're like, I need to get back on the bus, if you like. So you've lost your momentum, you've lost your mojo. You've got to admit it. To, first thing to admit to yourself it's happened. Second is be easy on yourself. Like go gentle on yourself. Like, right, okay, that's happened and that's okay. The world's going to be, keep turning, it's going to be fine. How can I get back on as easy as painlessly as possible? And one of the ways to do that is to have a kind of, almost like a bank of content that you know um, it's easy, you can just have a copy and paste it in, or you know it's something that's going to get engagement, it's going to make you feel good, or you know it's something that, that works well, or something really simple like posting um, a testimonial or what we call social proof will really help you get back on in a gentle way before you sort of go back to the whole, you know, the four types of showing up or the pillars of content I talk about, which are stories, video, social proof, and call to action. So it's kind of, think of the easier ones. And I talk about this in my, in my programme because... 
a lot of people are struggling and I have you know helping all the way through the pandemic and you know so let's go easy like if you find it easy to just post a social proof then do that you know if, if you find it if a video is if you prefer to do a video because it takes you a minute do that you know, if you can't bear the thought of doing video, just write a little story about this time when, like something general. Like get yourself back on as easy and painlessly as possible. Once you're back on, yeah, try and keep that momentum and just make it non-negotiable, like brushing your teeth. You know, have I done my three things? You know, I always talk about um three three minimum negotiable, no, non-negotiable things a day as a minimum, and then you can go to bed thinking, well, I did my three things, and it might be post on Facebook you know, do a video somewhere, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, wherever, um, and, you know, post a piece of social proof. If you just have those three things to do each day, then you've done it, you know, or even if you just pick three platforms you're going to focus on, at least you something each day on those, or you pick, you know, you, I am going to reach out to three people who've, who've you know, like I saw, follow up people have asked about buying from me, like whatever it might be, but definitely make a rule of three and stick to it, and then that's your minimum, and all, almost once you've done your three, you 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 kind of be ready, you can feel like going to the gym. So going to the gym is the thinking about it's the worst bit. But then you think, if I'm just gonna go and I'm just gonna go and do 20 minutes on the treadmill, once you get there and you're in and you've you've done your 20 minutes like that, and I do some weights down here. So I think yeah, getting yourself back on is, is the hard bit and then keeping yeah. yourself motivated while you're on there. Yeah. Yep. So I like the idea of having non um, you know, some few non-negotiables and you've and say you know, the magic number three. I think this would really help people who have this perfectionist element. Like if I do it, I have to be perfect. Otherwise there's no point. If it's a pose, it has to be perfect. If it's a graphic, it has to be perfect. It's the perfectionism syndrome, I call it. People get stuck in that. Now, yeah. if someone is stuck in that and then if they feel if it's not perfect, then I can't post it. Otherwise it reflects badly on me. How, what would you say that to someone? You know, what would say someone like that? Say, you know, how do you get people out of that perfectionist mode? Because at times you you can't perform to your optimal level every single day. It's just not humanly possible. So how do we let go of that and you know and come back to normal normal phrase? And yeah, how, you know, how do you help? Normal. Well, think about it if it was your friend saying it. Like if your friend saying, "I can't post this because it's not perfect." You just begin. It's fine. Just do it. You know, try it again. Look at your own internal voices and just make sure the reason you're not posting isn't perfectionist it's actual fear you know fear of being judged fear of you know fear of success fear of failure whatever it might be mm. and physically it's scary you know it makes you you're vulnerable and you're open to judgment and, and all of those things so it's you're never going to be 100% perfect but the only way you're going to get closer to perfect is by consistently showing up for example video massive block for a lot of people yes I really try and teach people to get themselves over it only because I know how powerful it is and you know my mantra the more money you the more video you do the more money you make and I do believe that to be true mm. um, but it really stops a lot of people because they don't like the way they look sound or feel when they're doing video and what I have to say to them is there's no way to get good at doing video without doing more, just starting <laughs> exactly yeah you can't get good at doing video and then start you know mm. it is you know the reason why I'm quote unquote confident on camera is because I've done my 10,000 hours you know I've done I'm time served because I know that perfect's never going to happen I've had all the things that could possibly happen to me on the video happen you know I've lost my words I've I've had you know the cat brought a mouse in I've had the ceiling come through I've had the kids kicking out like you know things happen you know and people are like oh well, I, I don't my top tip for video though is always these two never watch them back 
and mm. never ask for feedback. Just keep making the videos and move mm. on. Once it's done, move on. Once it's done, move on. That's how I that's how I got through the early days of just feeling totally sick and horrible and I couldn't even look at myself. And, and even now, I never watch my stuff back. I never watch my stuff back. I hate the sound of my own voice still. I, you know, I hate looking at myself the way... You know, the way I say um and like and all that kind of stuff all the time. But it is what it is. That's me in real life. So it should be me on video. So that would be my tip on video is never, ever watch them back and never ask for feedback. <laughs> I, mean, I Actually, I remember some of the my old ones. My first one back in 2016, 2017, when I broke through. Oh my gosh! <laughs> when I look yeah. back at them, they're, they are—they're hilarious. Like you—you you actually find them funny. Like, did I ever say that? Did I sound like that? Oh my goodness! But it, <laughs> you do improve, and the only way to improve is with practice. Yeah, yeah. You've got to go. You've got to do it. So my t- another tip is to do Facebook lives because once you press that go live button, it's done. There's no retakes. There's no. Yeah, you get. You just have to get on with it. And I call it show ponying, and I do believe. It is show business. You just got to show and you got to do it. Like I'm filming behind the scenes for my YouTube and it's kind of like, I keep saying to the camera, like, this is what I mean. Like, it's not like this all the time. I'm not like, hi, like show it. Like you see me on camera. You, you have to put that extra 10% yeah, in. You have to. Yeah, you, have you do. You energy to it. You can't be like that all the time. I don't hang around my house going, morning children. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they would think I was like insane if I did that so it's really interesting to do behind the scenes it's just me absolutely raw and unfiltered but again it's just me like that is just the way it is and I think that when you realize that just showing up as yourself is enough it's so powerful so yeah. powerful yeah I think that comes back to the mindset issue of you know being comfortable in your own skin and being comfortable with who you are I think that's key and then you can work on um, just being yourself in front of the camera or on audio or however, you know, whichever platform you're going on. Um, that's why I think I, I really like Clubhouse, which I'm not using as much as, as yourself, but I, I think it has a lot of potential in, the, in that respect that, yeah. you're, you know, you go, there's no video to worry about. You can speak and then you can get bring other people on. You can actually have a conversation yeah. in that in that environment. I think right. The drawback is you can't listen back to it. So, you know, yeah. that's, the, that's the only thing. But having said that, it allows you to speak. But whatever platform you're being on, you're, as long as you just be yourself and be, your, you know, you be comfortable in your skin, then you, everybody has a message and you can get a message across. Now, what do you say to somebody who says, okay, Han, this is great. I, I believe I can, you know, okay, I understand your point about being on multiple platforms and I can do it. But, you know, how do I strategize? How do I even think about what to write? You know, how do you come across these ideas of the theme of the day? How do you come up with them? So what would your answer be to that? So don't, I don't do this anymore because I don't, I don't, for me, I can just pull things out of there now. Like I just sit down and start talking. But when I first started and I was felt very much like that, I just, the thing is I had this belief that I had to add value all the time. So I had this kind of like this show pony mentality. Like every time I go on camera, every time I post, I've got to add value to something. Yeah. People will only like me if they can get something out of me. I've done quite a bit of work on this. It's kind of like, I can help people make more money in their business by showing them how to get these things in. Therefore, every time I show up, I must be teaching them so they can actually go and get the benefit and then they'll like me more. So to the process of the journey I've been on of just being myself has been really interesting because now I don't need to think, right, today I'm going to talk about, you know, the columnists of LinkedIn or saying to talk about, like, the five things we've done LinkedIn. I still do some of that content, obviously, because it's what I'm known for, but it used to be all that, whereas now it's very much just like, oh, this thing happens there, what else can you believe it, kind of content. And I think people prefer that. But in terms of topics, what we used to do when I had, um, when I had the agency and I wanted to put content out all the time is I 
So it's like a social media agency. Is I, what I do is I get a post-it note, a pack of post-it notes and a pen and then set a timer uh, for like nine minutes or like a random number. So nine minutes, set your timer going and then just sit and write one or two words on each one of everything you know about your thing. So for social media, I'd be like, right, Facebook, I stand to post, blah, 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 and I'd just be going on. And then and then anything you know about who you are, what as a person, what do you believe in, what do you love, what do you hate, like, you know, your values stuff. It's like, well, this is what I believe in, this is what I don't like. I just use, I'm right, 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 right. And then time is up, you've got to stop, yeah? So stop, take a break, go for a walk, whatever. Come back and do it again. There's something about emptying your head of all your knowledge yeah. that allows it to kind of backfill up. Mm. Um, take that post-it note pad everywhere with you or take a post-it note so when you're like struck by inspiration to start writing things like everything you know basically about your thing and then what I did is um, we'd go we'd put them all on the wall in the office so take them out put them all out stick them all on the wall move some of them around some of them be duplicated some of them be like in themes so you can put them into like you know sort of bunches whatever um, and you really map out and you, when you can look at the visual like you use multiple opposing notes and you map it you're like I know quite a lot of stuff about my my thing and then every day we'd come in and um, spin around a couple of times so I'd close my eyes spin around a couple of times pick one off and that'd be it for the day mm. And I think that just takes the pressure off massively. Yes, a lot. You get, yes, that, you get that nervous kind of what am I going to talk about today feeling of dread. Whereas you could just pick a post-it note before you go to bed and be like, that's going to move things tomorrow. Just let it all download through the night um, and just have that as your thing for the day. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's a brilliant strategy. So let me just summarize that so what you do is you put your and I'm, I'm a big fan of putting timers on the phones because then you have a limited amount of time to do it and it actually gets things out a lot quicker we don't sit there thinking about it you should write the things down and I also not to pick the pen up that's another one don't pick your pen up just continuously write yeah so, so we're going to for just know that you're an expert in the on, on your whatever area you are in my case let's talk about money and so I would t- put a timer in for 10 minutes and then I will start writing everything I know about money, everything I want to talk about money, and just keep writing, 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 writing. And then when the timer goes off, stop. Go away, come back, see if there's things in there I like, and then carry around my notepad or, or post-it note and any other inspirations I get, I'll put that on as well. And the topics or things that I like when I read, I like through, we can put it in a small post-it notes and then they go on the other things which you can go. That's brilliant, brilliant strategy. So simple. Yeah, it's so, it's so simple, but it's, it's so powerful to get whatever's in here because there's so much in here onto a piece of paper and then being able to have those topics around so you can go and actually make Facebook lives or you know daily content on it and without the overwhelm of like, what do I say? What do I do? And how do I do it? Love it. Get started. Yeah, you can't just force yourself to start. Just literally pick one off the wall and go for it. And um, but also like for you, so you could be like, right, money, money, like some of your concepts, like money is a relationship, money is mm-hmm. your friend. And then you might that you might stop there. But when that's on the wall, you might think, well, actually, I could do ones about like you know you do about like naming naming them. I could do about the time that you had that conversation. I could talk about the time that I helped somebody else with this thing. Mm-hmm. So you can expand yeah. like round and then just keep writing things down. Keep putting them on. You have to do it all now. That's that's what I loved about that technique and I love it. And I teach it in in, in the programs because um, in fact somebody walked past someone else's 
um, window and they're all stuck up and they were like, it's, I think there might be another, another mastermind either this round day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just a visual representation of your stuff. And we've written courses like that. We've written books like that. Like just moving stuff around and just getting everything out of your head so you can see it. It might not work. Some people might prefer things like Trello boards or just writing lists. But for me, I think just because I'm quite visual and I like, I like the fact that there's different colours and I can move things around and I just screw things up if I didn't want to talk about them again. Or Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it really worked. I could put them back. I, I always put them back as well. So I have this kind of bank of endless bank of content ideas. So dead, dead, dead simple. But yeah, can be really effective. I love that. I love that. And I haven't actually used it myself yet, even though I'm familiar with it. Not this way anyway. I think I'll need to go and <laughs> maybe do that because I have, I think I, I, we've, we've done all the topics I wanted to cover in, in the, for the podcast because I'm still teaching on Mondays. But I think this is what I'll probably end up doing for that so we can get more topics out because I'm sure there's a hell of a lot more content that I want to talk about, but I don't know yet. So that's I, I normally at the moment going with exactly what you do. So I've, I've been doing what you say intuitively as well. So I literally sit down on Sunday and think, OK, what do I want to talk about for Monday? And I go with my, my life experiences, whatever's come out. And that's probably been and that's like you said, the best content because that is so authentic and real. And it actually becomes one of the you know most popular episodes of the of the of the podcast. So I do love that strategy, but to away, keep away from overwhelming, to keep the momentum going, having something to fall back on is really important, especially in the early days. I think you, but you and I both have been doing this for a few years now. So we're probably a bit more uh, together and a bit more aware of our topics, a bit more experts rather. Whereas when you're first starting out, especially in speaking in, in public and on, on social media platform, you may want to have something to fall back on rather than get stuck in your brain. Like, what do I talk about? And who do I say what to? So I think it's a great strategy. And also you can really leverage it. So say you pull it out and it's, you know, your topic of the day, but then you could you could then sort of cross-reference it, right, I can do a post on Facebook, I can post in my group about that, I can do a Facebook Live. There's three bits of really chunky content that you can knock out in like five minutes. I can put something on LinkedIn, I can put something on Insta, I could do a story on Instagram about it, I could do a clubhouse room about it, I could write a book about it, I could do an article about it, I could do a podcast about it, I could blog about it. You know, so you could spin every one of those post-it notes out into some really 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 strong content without breaking the sweat really you know this is what i mean about it's not it's not hard and difficult it's just sometimes it's just doing the work it's just doing the showing up and it, honestly the biggest thing the whole people's back is it's just I, I can't do it and it's like you mm. can do it you can do it that, anyone i've ever coached or mentored they do do it and and they never stop doing it so that's what I really love. So I, I, I mentored Kim Baku for some of your audience. I know she's, she basically, when I met her, I thought you could be the Instagram version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has been. And, and she was in my clubhouse room, actually. And I've not mentored her for a couple of years, but she's absolutely smashing it. And we were talking about guest experting. So one of the, the methods I teach is leveraging your time. So doing a guest expert in somebody else's group, which means that you're going to get in front of a new audience. And she said, oh, I've got my five-day challenge coming up and I've got 20 guest experts booked in in the next six weeks. And I just thought, that's the kind of, mm-hmm. that's, that's almost like the Helen Pritchard level of, you know, activity. And then she's doing her social media as well. And I was thinking, this is why she's so successful is yeah. because I pushed her and I did have to push her through the resistance and like, oh my God, I can't post four, five, six times a day. That's ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah, you know, push them through that resistance to show that you can. And people don't go, oh my goodness, you're always like, you know, you're posting too much on a single side. They mm-hmm. don't, you know, people just don't care or notice or not. They don't care. What, no. They don't care. But once she got to that level and she was kind of cruising at fourth gear and just going up to fifth gear for 
go long to and so she was like oh this is my new normal and I think I, what I really loved about speaking to her is that she's kept that as her new normal and I think I made it my normal mm-hmm. and I've kept it as my new normal for four years and I do think that is the secret the magical secret to success you know I don't think I'd have built a seven-figure business without it put it that way it's the magic sauce to your business isn't it it is Wonderful. Yep. don't feel like it it's just yeah just what it what I called this topic outrageous visibility it's not that outrageous it just feels it from the outside but when you're yep. doing it it feels very normal it's just your job you have a job to do and that's part of your job and mm. if it makes you feel any better yes the more visible you are the more money you'll make mm. but if it's better for you to frame it as the more visible I am the more people I help um, that's probably better is. yeah that's probably it is the more I mean that is absolutely true I mean, I like the idea I feel like the more the, the more visible I am the more money I make because I, I like to talk about money but I think a lot of people are not motivated by money so much as much as they are about helping people so the more and the only way to make more money is by helping more people the more people you help the more money you make so the, you could say the more visible I am the more people I help and the more money I make you can do it that way it will do as well there's nothing wrong with that um, there's nothing there's, wrong with that that reframe does sound like I obviously excited that to be a kind of spirits on that but if that makes you feel better like it makes it feel easier to motivate you to actually get up and do your stuff yeah I think by the impact you're not having by not showing up and being visible exactly because you have you think the only way you can make money is by providing a solution to someone's problems and if people don't know that you have a solution to their problem how will you help them solve it and this is very very important so it's almost incumbent on you to make sure that people are aware of who you are and the fact that there is a solution to their problem and that you may have that solution and if they don't know that you exist how can you provide the solution so I, I love this idea of being visible and allowing people to know that you exist and that you have a solution that they may need either now or in the future sure love it love it love it all right so Helen so where can we find oh, <laughs> the silly question but obviously we we can you just list out the main areas we can we can come and connect with you yeah, so my favourite is Facebook still, even though I teach LinkedIn and I'm, I'm having a mad love affair with Clubhouse. I think my, you know, my old favourite, you know, the obstacles body of everything I do is my personal Facebook page. So you have to follow me on Facebook. I can't have any more friends on Facebook. I'm up to the limit. I've been for ages. Drives me mad. Follow me on Facebook. And I do a lot of personal like stuff on their lives and, and as well as the business stuff. And I think that gives a good rounded picture. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow my Instagram at Helen Pritchard online. And you can follow me on Clubhouse at Helen Pritchard. I just, I'm loving Clubhouse at the moment. Whether I'll always love it or it'll be a short lived affair, we don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, so you can, you'll find me, don't we? Wonderful. Well, uh, we will have all of these links for Helen on the, so if you listen to this on the podcast, all of these links will be on the show notes. If you're watching this on the YouTube, then we'll have them down below. Um, and uh, in the description so not to worry you can get um, you can have all the links for social media and on the website for Helen as well so you can connect with her well thank you so much Helen for being such an oh, amazing guest on our money money talkies with <laughs> I think we need to have you back um, at some point later on on giving teachers another topic for money talkies because you have a wealth of knowledge and I know um, our audience absolutely loves and adores you we'll love to have you back oh, thank you thank you <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot. Bye, darling. Bye-bye. And thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to us. I will be back on another Money Talkies episode with another amazing guest sharing how we can learn their strategies to make more money. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. 
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.